welcome to Soul Blazers, the podcast that ignites your inner fire and empowers you to blaze your own trail. I'm your host, Kara. And I'm Amanda. Together, we are here to share our stories, insights, and wisdom to inspire and guide aspiring trailblazers like you. And like us. So whether you're learning to start your own business, seeking personal growth, or simply looking for that spark to set your soul blaze, this is for you. Okay, so it's Soul Blazers questionnaire time. So when I was a kid, we didn't get cable TV for a really long time, but we had KET, Kentucky Educational Television. And I was an unusual child anyway, as we've discussed, but my favorite shows were the following. Victory Garden, which was all about like gardening techniques from like World War II. Bob Vila's This Old House, which was fantastic. I would still watch This Old House on the reg if it were available. I gotta laugh. I gotta laugh. And Julia Child. I love Julia Child. I get that. I don't even like to cook, but I love Julia Child. I thought she was hilarious because she is. Absolutely. And then, like, later on, it was still on, like, public television, I think, and then various other outlets. But somewhere along the way, I got really obsessed with a show called Inside the Actor's Studio. It's the host is a man called James Lipton and he interviewed all these actors but it was you know in some ways part of the inspiration of this podcast like it was just very stripped down they sat in two chairs and just had a conversation but at the end of Inside the Actor's Studio every episode all the guests answer something called the Bernard Pivot questionnaire it's like originally from a French tv show about culture i think but i always loved that because i always loved hearing you know these very unusual actors answer this same set of questions we're not going to use the pivo questionnaire mostly i don't want to upset mr pivo or james lipton i would never incite james lipton although there are lots of funny jokes about james lipton but um we have our own little version it's short and we're gonna try Neither Amanda or I are big on habits, but we're going to try to use it with anybody who we interview on the podcast or just even with each other. So here we go. Amanda, where are you from? I am from, I was born in East Arkansas, Jonesboro, and I grew up in an area called Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Who are your people? Oh, right now, my people are my mom, my sister, my people are you, and Alice my number one person, my support rock is Chad. And then Harry and Georgia, the older they get, are becoming my people more than they were when they were kids. They're not as needy. So <laughs> that's right. So we like them better. I know. Like, <laughs> like even, you know, I encourage them and they're like encouraging me. They're so excited about this podcast, speaking of, because I was telling them like, I just don't want to embarrass y'all. And they were like, Mom, you're not going to embarrass us. Like, you can't. And Harry goes, you cannot embarrass me. Like, Mom. And he's my 16-year-old high school boy. So. Well, I'm sure that it will embarrass all five of my kids, but I'm not asking them. They don't have to listen. If they don't like it, they can just not listen. I need approval. I need approval. I need approval. It's getting the circle of the approval I need is getting much smaller yet. And that's so freeing. But I still, I need their approval. So, yeah, I got to get over that. Well, now that Amanda's recovered from her laughing fit about me not caring if the kids like our podcast, what are the hats that you wear most frequently these days? And which are your favorites? Ooh. Um, 
my, I, I'll start with my favorite. My favorite is like being free with Chad, like on our bikes, going to wherever. And, um, you know, definitely um, the mo my most completely raw when I'm with him, you know. And, and if like pushed, would you call that your wife hat? That, like, yeah, did the title definitely. wife like resonate for you like it used to be like an identity for me really yeah it used to be my identity I would tell you my if there is one thing I could never that because I'm most proud of in my life it would have been that I married Chad Ware and took his name like that was but that's how I was raised to be you know like that was like I you know that was the my survival technique right like that was what I was made to do that's what a Christian woman does and so and I I thought I married better than what I was Almost 20 years later, I can say, you know, we're definitely completely different people than who we married. And it is way, you know, way, but I'm way more authentic and raw with him now than I was last year or the year before. And it's been the last couple of years have been a fast forward of me being authentic. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be my most vulnerable with you. And you might not love me anymore when I tell you this or I'm this. But when I did that, it was the opposite. It was, he leaned into me more and then he became more vulnerable and authentic. So this new marriage we had five years ago, he would not have been my person. My mom would have been my person. Maybe, yeah, about five years ago, my mom was like the one I thought if I lost her, my world would crumble. Now it's Chad. Like he's the only one I feel like I need in this world. And so Chad's who I feel the safest with. That's just, can y'all tell I love Chad? <laughs> yeah. And I think uh, Harry may be fine, but Chad's going to be wicked embarrassed, and I can't wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. He probably, he, he, yeah, that was another thing is I'm like, Chad, I can embarrass you because he's private. He has this, he's like you, Kara. His aura is tight, and, you know, he does not, he prefers for people to be, he can't be invisible, but he would like to be invisible, so... I, but he also thinks that what we have to say is great. He's he. What's so neat about our husbands, both of ours, Steve too, is they will be the first ones to tune in. Yeah, that's probably true. All right, so your wife had a good one. That's one my of your favorite faves. at the moment. It's not always been my favorite. It just happened a few years ago that it started to become my favorite. Um, I really love being Harry's mom. I really love being George's mom. I don't them together, mom is fine, but like. I like to say I'm Harry's mom and I'm George's mom because it's just two different worlds. Like, they feel different. I'm a different person a little bit when I'm with both of them because, you know, they have different buttons. So, I feel like that's hats. Harry's mom, George's mom, hats. I really enjoy those most of the time. Those are the ones that I can probably get in the most fear cycle for. When you've, you've seen me at some dark moments. And it was around being a mom. Love entrepreneur hat. It's probably, it. I don't want to like say it's better than mom hat. I don't want to say that. <laughs> I don't. But I'm going to tell you the thrills and the excitement it's given me. And it gets better with the business. It's so much better feeling like being a having a business partner for me. I love to, I could do it alone. And I felt so much great. I mean, my sister, you know, encouraged me to do it. And it completely changed who I was and gave me a different type of perspective on the world that I love. But boy, entrepreneur hat is way the best fun. It's the most challenging, the most vulnerable for me for sure. 
and because I don't have a business degree, all the things. So I feel like I'm, you know, very vulnerable when I talk about business, but that would be a hat I love. Another hat I love and I've not got to use as much as I used to is party girl hat. <laughs> like I really love like my getting to go to some like a concert or with all my friends where it's kind of a let loose and I know there's going to be dancing and there's some type of celebratory. I really enjoy celebratory Amanda hat. That's probably probably my highest like you probably see me at like my most turned on. Like I'll be for two days, I'll be turned on after that big thing like that. Where you will like sleep for two days. That's true. And so Chad, I think that's, I've, I didn't realize that until Chad pointed that out. And he's right. It's kind of pathetic. So I went, what other hats? Um, I'm sure I have more. Now it's, you know, being part of a community too. I guess that's a hat that I enjoy. I really enjoy that part. When life gets dark, ready, fun, light. Oh, go back to my spiritual upbringing on that. Probably for if I'm going as deep. I mean, there's things I can do that I know can calm my soul, like the Buffalo River, or can calm my soul by being with Chad or whatever. There's things I can do. Um, but when it comes spiritually, it's me going into, you know, deep, a deep prayer of um, having to, and I have to, because when I'm in a dark place, I go to a one on the Enneagram. That is very critical, and it can be worst case scenario, because I do have a wing six, and it's worst case scenario, and I will spiral to the darkest moment that you can get to. I mean, and I've had dark moments like that, and it has to be me reversing that and having hope in the future and hope in something greater than what I am and and I would say that's the Holy Spirit working that would be where I go like kind of reveling up that what's your mantra of the moment I want to say my mantra is to expand but it's not it's not <laughs> it's not I wanted it to be that right now my mantra is probably to just um I just have to keep reminding myself that authenticity is a value I have. I'm not going backwards to masking. And with this podcast and me kind of putting a little bit more of myself out there, um, I'm having to say, don't put that mask on. Don't think, oh, what if so-and-so is embarrassed to me? Or what if so-and-so, you know, doesn't like me anymore? Or if, what if so-and-so thinks I'm full of crap? You know, those kind of things. I have to be like, that's, that's, that's like, I'm making that up. That's just not true. And it doesn't matter if it is. That's a Brene Brown thing. We, we had a, Brene Brown's our um, soul blizzard of the week, but we had a Brene Brown moment. Uh, one of the best things I learned from Brene Brown's work was the story I'm telling myself is. Oh. The story I'm telling myself is blah, blah, blah. And it's almost always complete horseshit. Like, the stories we tell ourselves are old crutches and coping mechanisms and things that our brains do rather than risking engaging with another person to find out what's real, right? Yeah. Um, what makes your heart sing today? Oh, my gosh. Being outside talking to you is so natural. That's making my heart sing. The, I'm 
on the coat you uh, on the coattails of knowing I met Dave Matthews and I'm going to get to dance in the pit with him tonight. <laughs> knowing that Georgia Kelly and Harry are having this like trip together is making my heart sing. So if my heart sing is what I'm grateful for, I could sing all morning. Gra- I'm super full of gratitude. That was awesome. That's our first Soul Blazers questionnaire. Um, you're going to hear some version of those, but you know, we really both believe that things should grow and change and evolve. It won't be static. Our answers will not be static. We'll check in every once in a while and re-answer those same questions, but uh, the questions themselves are not going to be static. As much as I love the PIVO questionnaire, it's a great starter, but who knows? You know, we're all about growing and evolving and like any good entrepreneur knowing when to pivot so uh we'll use these questions as long as they serve us and when they don't we'll get new ones as we reach the end of this episode we realize we have just scratched the surface there's so much more to explore so stay tuned for more empowering conversations and enlightening words of wisdom from your soul blazing big sisters karen amanda